Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hi everybody! Whoa! Hi guys! Guys, we're talking about Titanic today. Are you ready to go back to Titanic? I'm ready. Everyone had the weekend off. We're ready to get back. 1997's Titanic. In this minute, minute 46... If this were a hour-long drama, we, yes. we would be at the exciting climax soon. Yes, and in the exciting climax of minute 46, Cal gives the heart of the ocean to Rose. Yeah. So, kind of kind of works, I guess. But before that, before that, we have some Spicer Lovejoy action. My favorite character. <laughs> and my favorite name. Uh, Spicer Lovejoy, Cal's, uh, I don't know, right-hand man, I guess? He's a, he's a hired, basically like bodyguard security guy. Okay. And James uh, James Cameron says that he would be the equivalent of an ex-Pinkerton. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so Spicer Lovejoy gives a cigarette to Jack. If you remember last week, um, Jack asks for a cigarette. Spicer Lovejoy gives him to him and says, uh, looks down at Jack's untied shoes and says, you'll want to tie those, which I enjoy this. We kind of learn that Lovejoy is observant. You're not going to, you know, pull one over old Spicer. Um, but I don't like how he follows it up with just saying, the young lady slipped so suddenly. You still had time to remove your jacket and your shoes. Because like, um, this is that James Cameron thing. Like, you already we get it. You don't need to have him then say it. Yeah. Um, Subtlety is not his forte. I know. I know. Um, one one thing that I do think is pretty cool is he takes two cigarettes, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, Jack does. Yeah, because he takes one. Yeah, he puts one in his ear. He puts one behind his ear and then takes another. Oh, that is cool. That's a pretty, a pretty slick move. Oh man, that is baller. And he does that. <laughs> he does that before Spicer even don't calls ever, him out on the shoelaces. E- don't ever say that again. Hey, shrug. Ugh. Shruggy. <laughs> uh, so, I also with Jack. You mentioned how slick that is. He does look pretty cool with that unlit cigarette. Yeah. Look, and, I mean, say what you will, and I've said it about Leo in this movie. There are some times he's very bad. Like, he has definite star charisma. He has sure. that He has that old Hollywood star power. And I think the reason I love the unlit cigarette so much is, uh, although I'm not a smoker as a kid, I loved candy cigarettes. And the way... <laughs> The way he has the unlit like cigarette in his mouth is the way that I thought I looked with my candy cigarette. Oh, I think every kid thinks they look like that. Uh, one digression is one of the times, one of the angriest times I ever saw my mother was I bought candy cigarettes from a candy store when we were on uh, vacation. And uh, honestly, I think it was from the Dells. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I home, got of Tom Tom B. Stone. home of Tom B. Stone. Yeah. Yep. 
um, and I had these candy cigarettes and my mom was very permissive about like alcohol and things like that, but she had a really tough time quitting smoking when she was younger. So cigarettes were like the worst. And she got so mad at me because I had these candy cigarettes, like stop that. That's not work. I don't want you to have those. Those are not cool. Like I was like 10. And if I had had a beer, I probably would have gotten less of a talking to. <laughs> Are you ready to go back to Titanic? Yes, I'm ready to go back to Titanic. Spicer, Spicer is the, this is the best performance in the movie so far uh, at, uh, by David Warner. It's the most fully realized character. What? <laughs> Seems like a real person. Like it, the, the just a hired a hired so gun. Restrained. Yeah, just like, all right, normal guy. It's not trying to do too much. I like it. This is like the one character where it seems like James Cameron knows the kind of movie that he's making, and he's not t- taking it like too seriously and trying to have the person do too much. Just a yeah. just, just a smart tough. I can see that. I, I for some reason I always um, think his name is Murdoch because he looks like a Murdoch. Yeah, he does. I disagree. I feel like I feel like Spicer Lovejoy is just a character from a different movie in this movie, really. Like, well, it's the <laughs> character from the movie that this should be. Well, well, I don't know. Like, why does there? I mean, ultimately, this is a love story. So, like, why do we need like a big tough, like bodyguard to like, you know, rough why do up? we need a love story on a boat crash movie? I mean, if you were, a, <laughs> if we you, could keep you could keep going around in circles with that. If you were a really rich person Ship. back in that time, you would have private security. Yeah, I mean, if if Cal doesn't have somebody to to watch out for this kind of stuff, then there's no dramatic tension about Jack running around with Rose. When, we need someone to be afraid of. We're not going to be afraid of Cal. When Cal accidentally um, has a prostitute OD at the bachelor party, <laughs> Lovejoy is the guy who cleans up the mess. That's true. So, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um well, okay, let's start there. Do, has has Cal had his bachelor party yet? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, no. There, no, he wants a he wants home field advantage. He wants to get back to Philly. Okay, yeah, he's not Pittsburgh. Have it. He's he's not one of those guys that does the destination bachelor party. Okay, so he's, he's he wants Oops. all his he wants all the friends at home to be he there. He wants his Steel Tycoon crew. Okay, all right, all right. They're gonna go to a Steelers game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And what else? We don't know much else about Tailgate. Nineteen twelve. Then they're gonna get some pierogies. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Spicer. Back to Spicer. What does he think here? What does he think about Jack? I mean, he mentions the shoelaces. What story does Spicer think? I think that Spi- he knows they were fooling around. I think, yeah, I think Spicer knows exactly what happened, but he gets paid for certain duties and nothing over those. You know, what's great is I had three options down and them fooling around was not one of them. Okay, what were your options now? Uh, Jack was rapey, which is kind of like... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what the that's what the crew thinks when they show up there. Yeah. Um, okay. That's fair. The real thing, Jack stopped her from suicide... Or I had... You think he would think that before they were just making out? Or, Joe, Jack tried to kill her. <laughs> what? Ooh. Why would she... This is highly improbable, but So you think Spicer like Lovejoy is an idiot, is what you're saying. <laughs> Are you calling me an idiot, Joe? 
I, you're saying you think that's what Spicer Lovejoy thinks, so you, obviously you think he's an idiot. Yeah, well, I mean, those are the things I would think if I was him. I was like, maybe. I wouldn't quite have all the pieces together, mm-hmm. but I'd be like, maybe he was trying to kill her for her I, money. I do like the Jack as a murderer thread. <laughs> um, that's why he's called Jack. He's a great liar. <laughs> great liar. Um He's move. He's been moving around Europe all this time because uh, after he kills a few uh, women, the heat comes after him. So yeah, he's got to leave till it dies down. I mean, he's that's a why drifter. he's not stateside. He is from Wisconsin, also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. home of the best serial killers. Yeah. Um, do, do either of you guys have anything else on Spice for Lovejoy in this Jack sequence before we uh, we head off to Rose's stateroom? No. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think we're all in agreement actually that Spicer Lovejoy is a pretty cool guy. I mean, I do like Spicer Lovejoy. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're whisked away to something we all do, which is just stare in the mirror with the music box playing. Yeah, I don't like music boxes. I mean, you're not coded to because you're a guy. Like society doesn't tell you you should like those. Yeah, I guess. Do you like guys if, ever have a? I, I, yeah, I, I actually. I when when doing this minute and you start hearing that music box music, I'm just like I cringe. Like I just I can't stand it. Okay, that's yeah. a weird reaction, but yeah, I, I kind of think they're cool. Mm-hmm. I, you probably I, like meaty files too. Still listen to those. I like the craftsmanship of a music box. I like it's kind of like a watch. They're very intricate. Just not a useful watch. Are are you like baiting me, or does everything <laughs> have to be useful? Like. Are you just mad that music boxes aren't more useful? How useful is a podcast breaking down Titanic? <laughs> Many of them contain jewelry. They're like actual boxes, so yeah. they do have a use. Well, I mean, so does a box. They make they make people happy. Well, she looks like she's having a blast, Duff. <sighs> I'm not talking about her. God, I hate you. I hate you so much. So she's... Also, when she's like holding in the case, beer. Uh, hold on, during that little spat, in case the listeners are wondering what I was doing, I had a big grin and then took a big sip of whiskey. I know. This is, I know this is a rookie mistake, Joe. <laughs> I was like, it's not me for once screaming you shouldn't feed towards the, the ceiling. And they say idiot. don't feed the animals, and this is why. Duff, this is only your 46 minute with me. Uh, Joe's on 176. Oh. <laughs> Plus the like. Uh, the Conan one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, All right. and Die Hard. <laughs> and die um, hard. Oh, God. Okay, so... I, I don't remember one of them, so it doesn't count. <laughs> so she has the mirror, and she has the music box playing, and she's so quick about putting the mirror down, like she's doing something inappropriate. Do you think she was trying to look at her lady bits? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no? Wait. Where do you think women's genitals are? I, listen, I don't know. I'm a podcaster. Uh, the public schools have been not very kind to you. Because <laughs> she, she's looking at the mirror, she's polishing it, and she's then she points it down. Hair. Then she points it down, and then the door comes in, and she barely, like, sneakily sets the mirror down. I'm not gonna. I'm not engaging with. Because she was this caught. Is, this is the ramblings of a, a madman, right? It's now. part. Of, this is a young uh, just woman. Just so the listeners know, Rob was also from Wisconsin. <laughs> Just so you know. Moving on. Yes, let's move on. I I want to nominate. Uh, you guys are gonna say this is one of the worst lines, 
but I am nominated this for a line I love when when Billy Zane as Cal walks in and is like, I know you've been melancholy, and I don't pretend to know why. <laughs> so I, I had a question about this. <laughs> it's so funny. So I th- at first I thought he was being dickish. I mean, either way is being dickish. But is <laughs> I think he, he's is, just clueless. It, right. Is he dickish or is he... Is this Cal's like sociopath way of saying I don't know what's wrong? What's wrong? I think he's to be just... fair. I don't. I also don't know why she's so upset. <laughs> yeah, we we don't. We don't know why she's upset. Good point. But she considers it. A, she's never really super specific about like she doesn't. I mean, obviously, we know why she doesn't want to be with him. But yeah, yeah. But in his mind, if she didn't want to be with him, then she just would not be with him. I, that's a that's a solid point, Joe. So then, and if you eliminate that as a possibility, then yeah, why would she be upset? Do you think Cal in any way gets how this is an arranged marriage for her? No, because I think that's being kept secret. I don't think they. I don't think Ruth. We haven't really gotten there in the movie, but I don't think Ruth wants them to know how much they need this marriage. I think that's why she's trying so hard to put up this front to, from as if they still come from money. Yeah. I suppose. So I don't think he knows, and he's not perceptive. That's what Spicer's for. I'm surprised Spicer hasn't figured it out. Again, he probably has, but you know, he only offers information if you ask for it. Yeah, not not his job. Also, you... more points for Cal when he walks in this room. He shuts that stupid music box. Yeah, he very quickly shuts it. So Cal and I appreciate art. It's art, some music box. Oh man, you are f- offending people now for sure. The music. Oh, do you think it's easy to make those? No, I don't think it's easy to make them. How would, could you say would, it's not art? It's an artisan. Yeah. I meant the sounds that come out of it. Music. Well, that's fast and loose. Wow. The term music, I, Joe. What if I guarantee? What if guarantee... If we look it up, like what song it plays, it's going to be like a classical piece that's really famous. What if when this movie ended, instead of Celine Dion, it was just four minutes of a music box version of that song playing? (laughs) In Rob's mind, like she could just be asking Alexa to play her songs, but she's choosing to use the music box. (laughs) I'm not a fan of music boxes. That's okay, guys. Listeners, anyone on my side about music boxes? Given the demographics of people who like Titanic, no one is going to be on your side. All right. Well, I you had can cool just tune me out box. if you want. Then I like this how is... this I like how this podcast is making me have a strong stance on music boxes. Because <laughs> of that. Well, that that was probably a good idea to let the listeners know about our new Patreon only uh, subscription. You can get these episodes without Rob in them. Uh, we added yeah. it out. It's only five dollars a month, and <laughs> Uh, it's Rob Free episodes. Yep, they're about six minutes each. <laughs> <laughs> My high school girlfriend for our one year anniversary, which in high school time is like a million years, uh, for our one year anniversary, she gave me what is more or less a music box that plays a song from Phantom of the Opera because she loved Phantom of the Opera. Okay, that's that's my music box oh, experience. Really so, Rob, tell me why that's dumb. Uh, let's just say that music boxes aren't my forte. That's about as good a response we're going to get. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, and it didn't work out, so. 
<laughs> that was actually a solid own. So, <laughs> so this minute ends with this minute ends with Cal gives uh, Rose to Heart of the Ocean, or uh, Heart of the Ocean in this movie. For, uh, first time we see it in 1912. Um, yeah. first, time we, first time we see it at all, isn't it? I mean, oh we've yeah, seen the drawing right. of it. We've only seen the drawing. Do, do you guys right. want me to get into it with this necklace today, or should I save it for tomorrow? Save it for tomorrow. Okay. Well, no, no, Joe. Let's hear it. We're we're at twenty minutes, and we still got to do the Google group. Okay, let's hold on. To, let's hold it. Um, yeah, that's fine. Teaser. Yeah. So I'm coming back. One question before we do it. He intended to save it until next week's engagement gala. He mentions, but he did it tonight. Why? Is he just trying to make her feel better, or is he trying to, you know, grease the wheels? What? Explain what you mean. What do you mean, grease the wheels? Well, uh, we can save it to tomorrow, but he mentions. No, about her. you're not getting out that or that easily. Well, no, I mean, because in tomorrow's minute, he mentions about you know, there's nothing he would deny her if she would stop denying him. So, um, I, my theory know, was about my theory love. was oh, she tried to kill herself. I'll give her that really fancy diamond now, and that'll help. But he doesn't think she tried killing herself. She thought she was just looking at propellers and fell over. I mean, she is running away from uh, dinners a lot, That's from true. meals. That's because they only Ma- have Sprite I mean, I th- and not Sierra Mist. Cal, Cal, Cal knows something. <laughs> they keep is- serving it at a pint glass, too. <laughs> Cal knows something is up, but his limited understanding of feelings makes it difficult. Okay. So he just wants to buy it off. Well, let's let's put a pin in Rob that. Rob perseveres through the same thing recording <laughs> this podcast. Let's let's put a pin on that for tomorrow. Duff, it's Monday. Google Group Monday. You went back in the archive. You went back in the Wayback Machine. What did you find? All right. So this is a question from 2002 that went unanswered. And this is from user Tylogan. Mm. He says, this has always bugged me in the movie, and I've never seen it discussed before. A diamond 56 carats has to be pretty heavy. We see Cal give Rose the necklace and just drape it over her shoulders. I don't think he uses the clasp. How does it stay put? Please don't say the obvious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. So I I feel like not, none of us are qualified to talk about the average weight of diamonds. So, uh, so a 56 carat would be about 11.2 grams. Yeah, so that's, that's not a ton. Yeah. All right. Well, Plus the gold, though. So that's barely anything. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's not like this is going to even get close to, like, even, like, a quarter of a pound on her neck. Yeah. So that guy's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little research. He's posting a thing on the Internet whatever. and yeah. not looking up the answer on the Internet. Yeah. Well, this is, like... Let well, me Google that for you. 2002, he should have been able to do that. This is before, like, that's well after when, like, search engines would just bring Why up. didn't he ask Jeeves? He could yeah. have asked Jeeves. Good point, Joe. Or he could have, at the very least, asked the Yahoo community. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Anything else? Should we, should, we, should we end this? Let's wrap it up. Should we, should we, shut, the music, should we shut the music box on this podcast yes. episode? Okay. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Titanic Minute.